0: She was dropped off one day as an insult with a note along the lines saying, F you, here's this boony dog that I named after you. And it was supposed to get me like a slap in the face. <laughs> Like having a dog named after you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Grace. And I'm Aria. And welcome back to this week's episode of Hot Girls Rescue Dogs. If you follow us along, you may have noticed that we have made it out from the middle of the ocean and are now hanging out on the mainland for a little bit, absolutely freezing our butts <laughs> off. But covered in blankets right now. Covered in blankets, nestled in with the dogs. The dogs all have jackets. They're even colder than we are. <laughs> but we are happy to be here with the new Booney Babies contingent in Colorado. That being said... Every time we leave Saipan and make our way over to the mainland, which is not very often, we are reminded of just how absolutely crazy our lives are, the funny stories, and the characters in it. Yeah, I mean, we joke about Saipan things, um, but living there and have lived there for almost seven years now it's just kind of our normal life. And it's always a slap in the face when we come back to see everything on the mainland and then also have people listen to us and go, oh my God, you live like that? <laughs> like Walmart, have you ever walked into a store and had everything that you needed? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if you can even accurately picture what a shopping trip on Saipan is like. Like if you're used to living on the mainland and then you make your way over to this island. Because you go into any store and they're out of half the things on your list. Like, oh, I really wanted to make penne pasta. That sounds simple, right? Mm -hmm. Wrong. (laughs) Five markets down the street and maybe you'll settle on spaghetti if they have those noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the commodities Yeah, I cry every single time I walk into a store here. The commodities of the mainland are... Overwhelming, genuine. A little bit overwhelming, very nice, (laughs) but it's definitely like a culture shock reverse. Yeah. And it's made us think of a lot of funny stories. One being the Mimis. (laughs) Now, in this story, there are two very important characters Mimi and Mimi. (laughs) Human Mimi. And booty, Mimi (laughs) for more description. (laughs) Anyways, Human Mimi owns like an Airbnb type thing on Saipan. Absolutely beautiful, incredible, kind woman. She always helps us out. So shout out to Mimi. She houses some veterinarians when they come over to do clinics. Awesome lady. She owns a beautiful property that Ari and I have both stayed at. Now, I want to preface this story with half of the information in this is on the coconut vine chain. How did, What is did they call that? The coconut chain. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's the coconut chain, which is where the information like trickles down. So half of this story is compiled of knowledge then things that other people have told us <laughs> about dog memes origin story so you got to take this with a grain of salt however it is funny so we're gonna leave it at what it is <laughs> there so, we go there we go Ari and i are staying at human mimi's business in case you were confused which mimi owned the establishment and dog mimi lives there and the story that we were told about boonie mimi is that she was dropped off one day as an insult to human Mimi, with a note along the lines saying, F you, here's this boonie dog that I named after you. And it was supposed to kind of be like a slap in the face. <laughs> like having a dog named after you. Yeah. And so that's because we always wondered why there were two Mimis. Like, I don't know. It's a good It's Mimis a good Mim- name. Mimi Jr., you <laughs> wanted to name your dog after yourself? But yeah, but there's, no. there's two Mimis. So it's always a funny story of, like, why did you name the dog Mimi? Well, But this this sweet, sweet woman gets this puppy, this boonie puppy, dumped on her property with a note that says its name is Mimi. And who? this sweet, sweet woman, who probably never had a dog before, was like, well, shucks. That's the dog's, like, that dog knows its name. Yeah, that's Mimi. She didn't change it. She just <laughs> kept it as Mimi. That's Mimi, and I guess she lives here now. <laughs> so, flash forward a few years... Both Mimis are getting along great until Aria and I show up and wreck their world. And Grace is like, the owner of this establishment has a boonie. We might see it around. And sure enough, Mimi comes waddling around the corner, (laughs) rolling down the stairs. Friendly Friendly dog walks right up. But I'm like, oh, my God. Mimi, the human Mimi, is aware that dog Mimi is extremely pregnant, right? Well, and when is says extremely pregnant, to, like, someone who knows what they're looking for, yeah. To the average person, this dog just looked a little chunky. But we weren't even sure. At first, we were, we were fairly certain. We weren't 100% sure. And so we kind of brought this conversation up with human Mimi. And there was definitely a bit of a language barrier there. Yeah. So we are doing our best to, you know, like act out this situation. <laughs> She's doing her best to understand, and she we reach the conclusion like, no, no, Mimi's not pregnant. We go our we go She's our just separate back. ways. She's just been eating nice, and then like two days later, it is very apparent that dog Mimi is in fact pregnant. She, her belly popped. She popped like you could. She was big. anybody. Anybody could see she was pregnant. And so <laughs> Arya then reapproaches human Mimi. So, you know, if you run a dog rescue, and this is a very controversial topic, um, but it shouldn't be, and that is if you have a pregnant dog, especially on an island with twenty-five thousand unwanted dogs and very little access to spay and neuter, the rational decision would be to spay abort any pregnant dog, right? So I approach Mimi, human Mimi, and attempt to explain... And dog Mimi after fat shaming her and slut shaming her. (laughs) an attempt to explain spay abortion um, in in sign language, basically. Like, I'm trying to to tell Mimi, I'm trying to break the news that her dog, yes, is in fact pregnant (laughs) and does need an abortion. And human Mimi, this poor woman, is astonished cannot believe she's like no it's like picture an episode of 16 and pregnant <laughs> the 16 year old daughter comes out with the positive pregnancy <laughs> she test she wouldn't do that and I'm like you know no, she's a dog like Mimi good girl and I'm no. like you don't have a f- like I understand you don't have a fence like it's very easy for her to find boy dogs she's like no Mimi wouldn't do that and I'm like well like, at Mimi, at Mimi dog, that glancing at the dog looking at us feeling the dog's belly and she sees it like she Once she understands that Mimi could possibly be pregnant, it's very, very (laughs) easily understandable that she is. So it doesn't take too much convincing to get through that she's pregnant. But then I'm trying to explain that we could make her not pregnant. Because at the time of this, this was like four years ago, there was a visiting vet on island, coincidentally... As we were staying at this place, so I'm like, we can get this done real fast. The vet already knows we can spay abortion tomorrow. Arya's already been on the phone with the vet. I've I've already, the second I that she was you. pregnant, I was on the phone. But then comes getting her there and getting the spay abortion with Mimi's consent. Something that we typically do a lot whenever there's spay and neuter clinics is like we will do whatever it takes to get that dog to the clinic. So. Picking up people's dogs with their consent is something that we do regularly. Like, <laughs> some, some random community member will reach out to us and like, yeah, I really want my dogs fixed, but I can't load all 10 of them up into my car with my work <laughs> schedule. We're like, no problem. Come on our way. Either. <laughs> yeah. So we've come. We've become a bus for spay and neuters, which we love to do as as long as it gets done. So anyway, I tell Mimi, I'm like, I can take her to the clinic. We'll be in and out in two hours. Um, She'll need some recovery time, but it's it's safe and it's the best thing for her in this situation. And so once Mimi understands that this is the best for dog Mimi, then she's on board. She's fully into it. But... I'm loading Mimi into the car, and human Mimi hops into the front seat. And I'm like, "Aria doesn't like humans, first of all. Yeah, I, I'm just not good with people. I am good with dogs. Grace is good with people. And Grace, I don't know what you were doing, but you were not coming to the clinic with me. And so here I am, stuck with human Mimi. Respectfully, <laughs> I'm like, how how am I going to go through this very
1: interesting? stress? Like a whole bag
0: packed for yeah. Mimi too, like. The Aria comes down to pick up Mimi, and human Mimi's like, we're ready, we're ready, I got her bag, I'm gonna wait with you, like, we're going. And I'm like, going? no, like, you're okay, like, I understand you want to be there for your dog, but it's actually, I think it's gonna be stressful for you, the, the clinic is a chaotic environment, I'm just gonna be there with Mimi, drop her off, she's gonna be in surgery most of the time, so like, you don't even need to be there waiting, and then I'll bring her right back. Also, by clinic, we mean a house... That was converted into a makeshift shelter where surgery is happening with an office lamp on a folding table. Right. (laughs) Right. So I'm like, you probably don't want to see this. Like, if you love your dog them being in surgery is very stressful and you don't want to be watching it and that's basically the clinic environment so it's not good like i would not want to be there while my dog was getting done i hate that it's Mm -hmm. it's very stressful to watch them go through that when aria was there when squishy was getting paid that was a whole other incident
1: she didn't do
0: very well well squishy didn't do very well and therefore i did not do very well (laughs) anyways anyone who has a Dog knows that it's a stressful time when they're at the doctor's. Right, so I'll just, I'll take her, I'll bring her back. And Mimi's like, nope, I'm coming. So I'm like, okay, let's go. How many words do you think you exchanged in the car on the way over there? Probably five. (laughs) I think she was calling me Grace, actually. Oh, yeah, she's still called. yeah. We love Mimi. I just want to keep reiterating that. She's great. Both Mimi's. She's great. (laughs) Both Mimi's are great. Anyway, we get there, and Mimi is already... Like, I mean, this is just very unfamiliar. This is clearly Mimi's first dog. So handling dogs in general is not most people's forte on Saipan. Luckily for them, they have Ari who will come over and manhandle the shit out of the dogs. She opens the door. She's like, Mimi, come on. I'm like, Mimi is not walking. And like, Mimi has not left your property. Mimi cannot walk into it. So I pick Mimi up and she's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, this is like a 40 pound dog. I'm good. We stroll into the clinic chaos chaos is ensuing like there's is it ever just not it's it, yeah if you ever walk into a makeshift clinic on an island with 25,000 stray dogs it's not pretty and it's not calm yeah it's like <laughs> it's like a triage camp set up during a war <laughs> there's there's like in a one bedroom house. in a one bedroom house there's dogs being brought in that are like hit by a car all sorts of random stuff cuz people here there's a vet here so Absolute worst case scenario. And then everyone's running around and everyone else is just trying to get their dog fixed. Anyway, Mimi, both Mimis are stressed. We find a seat and then out comes this woman who works at the clinic and she's very, very intelligent woman, very smart, great at her job, not nice at all. She walks out, has a needle in her hand and just stabs Mimi in the butt. And I am aware of what's going on, because obviously we've done this quite a few times, and I'm aware that that is sedation. Human Mimi is not aware. (laughs) Mimi gets stabbed, and Mimi starts falling asleep. Which, to someone who has no idea what's going on, looks like they just killed her dog. Could you imagine that happening in the real world? Right thing. Here, could you imagine taking your dog to the vet and out of nowhere someone comes and stabs him in the ass? Like, are you kidding me? And they start passing <laughs> and out. And then they pass out? So I am trying to recover this situation because I don't want Mimi to be panicked about her dog. So I'm like, no, I'm like, Mimi, she's just sleeping. She's just sleeping so they can do the surgery. Mimi's panicking, obviously. I'm trying to de-escalate this whole situation. But finally I get it through. Mimi's asleep. This is how they do the surgery. Um, She'll be okay. And then comes the discussion, um, which... I thought we had already covered, we had tried, and I thought that we had understood on both sides, but clearly not, because Mimi then says, where am I going to put the puppies? (laughs) And I go, oh boy, I wish Grace was here." (laughs) And so I go white as a ghost, because obviously I want to do this with Mimi's consent, and I did not realize that we are both not on the same page, which is not a good situation for the... (laughs) For what's happening. And so I'm struggling to figure out with the language barrier how to explain why this is the best thing for all memes as well as all unborn memes. (laughs) And so I kind of act this out and I'm a little nervous because I just want her to understand. Because if I if she understands, I know she'll make the right decision. And if not, then we're screwed, right? Well, and this is an issue that a lot of people are on either side of. And we're talking specifically in the rescue scene. We're talking about dogs being brought in or cats that are pregnant and they're doing spay abortions. The necessity of this, we cannot emphasize enough everywhere. Right. So... I'm stressed, but I'm acting this out, and Mimi, to my surprise, like, is just completely relieved. She's like, I didn't know what I was going to do with the puppies. I can't afford the puppies. Like, I was panicking, and she's explaining to me in limited English how devastating that would have been for her livelihood, as well as Mimi, of course, the, the physical trauma for dog Mimi. Um, so she was so relieved. So then Mimi goes back to surgery. And human Mimi is very, very (laughs) nervous, (laughs) which you should be. When your dog's in surgery, you never know what could happen, let alone when you're on an island with. Let alone when you're in a back alley abortion (laughs) clinic. Yeah. So every five seconds, the tech, and by tech, I mean not an actual vet tech, but person off the street who kind (laughs) of knows what they're is running in and out of the room like there's other dot like it's just it's chaos i cannot explain to you the system Steady or lack thereof do- yeah it's it's awful but i'm trying to keep mimi as calm as possible and explain that this is normal for this type of clinic and she'll be fine hopefully and if everything goes smoothly blah 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 blah, blah. so luckily it did and then comes when they bring mimi out and if you have ever had your animals spayed or neutered in the States, you know that you drop them off, they go back to be sedated and everything, and you pick them up when they're alive and well and on their feet. They usually, a vet clinic will not release your animal to you unless they're up and walking. And Mimi comes out, as usual on Saipan, wrapped in a sheet, covered in blood, with a, with tube. a tube down her throat, passed out. So she's limp to the unknowledgeable of spay and neuter on Saipan mind looks like a dead dog she's it it doesn't look good Mimi's not there anymore and the woman working just puts her on the floor in front of us and goes back to the other surgeries because this is like Grace said this is a crisis this is a triage triage. she's not like does not even pause to say what to do goes back which is fine because luckily I know what to do because I've been through this before and had to learn myself there was no explanation for me uh, Mimi's there and I immediately am like human Mimi she's not dead I'm like don't you worry Mimi's f- panicking because her dog looks deceased I grab her hand I put it on Mimi's chest she can f- see her breath and feel it I'm like she's not dead she's still sleeping she's still sleeping well, even if you know your dog's not dead For someone who's not used to that... It's a very alarming sight. It's horrible to see. Like, you don't want to see your dog like that. No, no. Tube down her throat. I'm trying to explain everything. Why that's helping her breathe. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and they're wrapped in a sheet because typically they'll poop and pee themselves waking up. Right. So there's that as well. (laughs) Oh, and the slobber. Don't even get me started on the slobber. The fountain. (sighs) Anyway, Mimi wakes up. It was an ordeal. Um, pull but the tube she out of her throat. Pull the right? tube out of her throat. She starts to wake up because that's what you do as an owner on site. You didn't have that. You pull the tube out once they start fighting it <laughs> quickly so they don't bite your hand on accident. Anyways, <laughs> so we made it home. I I helped her get Mimi out and up to where she would be recovering for a few weeks and. All was well, but it was a crazy story that we told our family ever so casually, and they thought it was insane. <laughs> well, boonie dogs are not seen as dogs or pets on Saipan. They are seen as, like, rats, not even squirrels. Right. Well, that's why Mimi was originally, Mimi the dog was originally an insult, right? Like, it's yeah. supposed to be a massive insult to have this dog named it's after like, you. This really, like showcases the kindness of human Mimi, though. Seriously. Uh, this boony dog. This rat gets dropped off, named after her. And now, it's her baby, named Mimi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she wasn't ready for grandkids, and it was just such a sweet woman to have us walk up to her and get across. Like, she just trusted us completely. It was so sweet. Like, we said, this was what was best for Mimi, and she just She came and she did what had to be done. Yeah. The spay abortion is something that we see a lot on Saipan that also happens a lot in the rescue scene, but it really is a split issue. And so another highlight of this story is human Mimi really understood what was in the best interest for all involved in this situation, which is really impressive yeah but it's just thrown at you (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like there's a big misconception that the boonie dogs and just stray dogs and cats on the island that they're well taken care of that they're happy and healthy and they're living their lives and sometimes one gets hit by a car or passes away but it's a more natural occurrence and that couldn't be further from the truth like Anytime someone brings up the strays to me, they always mention like, "Oh, but they look like they're doing so fine, or they must enjoy their days outside." And it's like, no, No. they're actually all sick and dying, actively suffering. Yeah, it's terrible. So bringing more puppies onto the island of that's already filled with unwanted dogs just wasn't an option. And the reality of that on Saipan is so freaking in your face; it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. Like dumping puppies anytime we post a video of finding dumped puppies on tiktok people go crazy and every time we try to explain these people literally didn't have any other option yeah their other option would what be to kill the dogs yourself yeah but then there's no actual humane way to do that There's no way to get your dogs fixed when a vet's not on. There's no way to take care of it. There's no way to support the fifth litter that your dog's already had. It's crazy. So this was like a one in a million opportunity for the Mimis that there happened to be a vet there. And that this worked out because the story we just told is honestly a fairy tale version of what so many people on the island are facing. Like... How many DMs do we have of people asking us to take their pregnant dogs? Like five a week, at least. Yeah, we get these emails that are just heartbreaking of, Dear Boonie Babies, um, my dog's pregnant again. I'm really nervous about the puppies and her health. Can you take them once they're born? I can't take care of them. And it's just an endless cycle. Yeah, and we get really frustrated whenever we get emails like that. Not at the people, just, I mean, the situation. But it's hard not to be frustrated at everything, because then we're responding to the email, the 10th email that we're sending out of the day that says, No, we can't take your dogs. Sorry. Yeah, it's brutal. We have 20. It's and their devastating. Is usually, I have 20 as well. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, Mimi's story has a special spot in our hearts <laughs> because it is such a Saipan story, but it is also an amazing story about two incredible Mimi's. <laughs> seriously lucky and able to get the help and veterinary care that they yeah. needed almost as good as the eyeball pop out puppy story <laughs> <laughs> second eye- things yeah second so things the eyeball pop out pop in resuscitation storage next that, time next, next time. time yeah i don't know if anybody actually wants to hear that i, I do <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Hot Girls Rescue Dogs and we'll see you next time. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and TikTok and don't forget to check out our new boonies and bikinis calendar as well as our other merch which can all be found linked in our bio. See you later!